Welcome back to Money Talkers with your host, Cody Laughlin. I just got into a great conversation with Michael Keat, uh, all the way from the Netherlands. And uh, he wrote a book called uh, Moneyfulness, and it is uh, tying together um, the seven uh, practices of mindfulness and money. And uh, if you haven't listened to that, make sure you go back and check it out because it's, uh, it's a very great conversation. But this is the High Impact Series. This is where we're going to ask the one question. And from this, we're going to find a takeaway for you so that you can have a money talk in your household today. You need to take action. Even if it's small action, any action will have a massive impact on your kids' financial future. Also, it's going to have a massive impact on your relationship going forward in life as your kids have bigger and bigger money challenges and bigger and bigger money opportunities. They know that it's not taboo to talk about it in your household and that you guys can be there and, uh, and work on it together, which is pretty much as a parent what we all want anyway. And so um, with that, Michael, uh, are you ready for the big question? Yes, please. <laughs> all right. So here it is. What is the one thing that you would teach about that our schools don't that's had a major impact on your life? Well, it's basically the, the money mindset, the way you think about money, the way you act with or without money. That's, that's they don't teach you at school things like that the way you think about money uh, the, the auto autopilot in your brain about the quotes about money limitless uh, i can uh, i can name them all <laughs> so many so that's that's basically how you uh, handle money do you want to handle money uh, in, a, in a practical way because you have to manage it as well but that's more uh, how to manage your uh, pocket money for example there, I can tell a lot of stories about pocket money as well, because a lot of parents go uh, handle pocket money in a different way. But you have to teach, yeah. You know, I think that uh, you just touched on something that I don't really think I've talked much about. Like we, we, we complain a lot about not teaching anything about money in our schools, right? Like we, yeah. we understand that, you know, we don't talk about compound interest. We don't talk about, you know, um, budgeting. We don't talk about how to set up a profit and loss statement, a balance sheet. For a company, we don't talk about you know how to just manage what a credit card does for you and what in, what compound interest does against you if you're not, if you're if you're being debt laden and how don't be a payment buyer. Okay, all these things are very important. Right? I talk about them all the time. I they're human. They're they're but we don't ever we should we should start with the way we think about money. Yeah. That, that's 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 and the way you behave with money, mm -hmm. like uh, like I said before, the parents when you tell them spend money wisely and save money and you're not showing your kids that you spend money yourself wisely and that you save money it's hard for the kids to 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 find a way to spend money wisely and to save it because if the parents don't do it how do you expect your children to yeah and i i just think about like you know the the power of you know, getting into that, con that that conversation of, you know, what do you think about money? Like, how do you think about yeah. it? There's, there's never enough, you know, there's, there's, uh, you, that, that, you know, that's a nice quote. There's never enough money. Yeah. You if, know, if, uh, so sometimes if you, if you see the, the Christmas wish lists, uh, they think, yeah, the parents have, uh, there's not enough money. <laughs> there's always enough money. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the other way around. I, yeah. I tell my, I mean, it's pretty funny. Um, when you empower kids with the opportunity to spend their money, yeah. you know, when I go, if I'm walking through the store, uh, you know, my kids will say, Hey dad, can I have this? Hey dad, can I have that? Hey dad, can I have this? And Usually. so I turned, I turned it around on them and I said, okay, you know, you're going to get $10 a week 
And, but that's all you can spend. $2 goes in your savings. $1 goes into a, a, a charity give and you have $7. And the funny thing is, it was when I equate that. So if we're walking through the store and something costs $10, my kid goes, can I have that? And I go, do you want to spend a week and a half of your allowance on this? And they go, no, I don't want it that bad. Like it immediately, like they, they can equate that piece because it's not about, no, you can't have it. No, you can't do this. It's empowering them to make this decision. And sometimes they buy stuff and I'm like, what are you doing? But I let them because I want them to then realize like, hey, now you can't go buy this other thing. You know, and I, and, I, and I put it together like that with them. Yeah. If you buy this, you can't buy that. And then they go, oh, yeah, I don't want that. You know? Yeah. There's not one uh, time to do that because if, if, if you want something bad and it, it starts uh, really when, when you're a toddler, for example, and we're walking to the, uh, to the grocery store. And they, they want something bad and you want it and you really, really want it. And uh, I want it. Uh, you just go around the corner and there's uh, the, the dog food, for example. Your five-year-old walks to the dog. 60 seconds later, oh, what a cute dog. Completely forgotten about what he wanted, he or she wanted a minute ago. So if you can train your brain to resist that, uh, that, that, that urge to buy something, there are also techniques for that, but there is just it, it only takes 60 to 90 seconds for yourself if you can just put your mind a different direction. After 60 to 90 uh, seconds, it, it, it doesn't say, say to you anymore, like the, the, the reptile brain doesn't tell you anymore, I want it, I want this really, really bad, I have to buy it, I must have it. It's gone after 60, 60 90 seconds. What's the trick? Mm. You said there's a trick for that. Just uh, put out the garbage in your mind. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, the, the basic trick is that you, uh, if you go uh, shopping, for example, make a list up front. This, uh, I want uh, two new sweaters. I want a blouse. I want uh, two pair of jeans. And uh, if you uh, go to the, to the mall and uh, also add a cup of coffee and uh, a piece of pie, uh, just b- b- make the list and stick to the list and reward yourself, not with money, something uh, that, that doesn't cost any money but reward yourself if you stick did you did you stick to your list then you can reward yourself something visible but it's, it doesn't have to cost anything just a rock or a button or uh, whatever it's just reward yourself with something completely without any value but stick to your list so i think that the delayed what is, I don't know, delayed purchase, you know, I don't want to say delayed satisfaction because it's not going to, it's not going to get my point across, but like that delay in the purchase has a massive impact on you because we lose that dopamine of like, oh, I'm going to get this. And then it's like, and then you, t- you wait, you know, like, uh, it's like, like, just give me a day, like, let me sleep on it. And I'll, I'll tell you if it's still important to me, you know, it drives her nuts because that's not, she likes to operate, but like, I have to do that because that's my trick to do things, you know, and many times I forget about what I was even talking about to buy in the first place, you know. How, how many people are uh, strong enough to tell to a salesperson, I'll get back tomorrow? Oh, yeah. No, listen, I was in a dealership. There's, it's not geared for you to be able to leave because once you leave, the, amount, the chances of the sale, we call it uh, the ether, right? You have this excitement, this ether of like, oh, it's going to happen. So you have to close that sale then because if they leave, the, the percentage of people that come back to purchase after they leave is very unlikely. Yeah. You know? So 
but if, if you if you go that that's also good uh, good advice just uh, come back tomorrow but it's more for the the larger expenses uh, or the investments or stuff like that well also it's a, there's always a sale <laughs> can we just say yeah. that because it's like on sale and it's always a sale there's always a sale somewhere trust me yeah, like <laughs> there's, there's, they're, they're offering something you don't need to a price you can't resist <laughs> exactly <laughs> and so um but i love the way we kind of started this off with is that the um the thought processes are what drive us you know it's it's not really the practicality right like there's it's not really the excel spreadsheet it's the intention behind it and it's the thoughtfulness behind it that really is has the big impact and to have those conversations with kids you know is is i think i think the best way to do that in my mind would be to ask open ended questions and not lecture so that you can get their opinions out of them and also give your own experience. Tell 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 what you're doing. Uh, if 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 you made a mess of something, don't don't be afraid. Tell them. Yeah. They they, they they see something's wrong with you. If you made a mess of something, they, they can tell. They know. They just don't know what. But just if you tell them, they are assured as well. Yeah, I I think that that's an important part of you know the seven uh, the seven pillars that we talked about earlier. And so, um, but if you're interested in in learning more about how Michael has been able to um, intertwine the seven pillars of mindfulness with the economics and finance of the world and money, uh, please head to uh, moneyfulness.com. And you mentioned earlier there was uh, there's some free tools and a free ebook on there as well. Um, and make sure that, you know, if we take these intentions and we start to think about the power of the mind and how that affects, uh, well, as you said earlier, your self-worth will determine your net worth. And, uh, and I love that phrase. And so I wrote that one down for myself. I've got it here in a sticky Great. note that I'm going to put up. So, uh, I want to say thank you so much for coming on money talkers with me, Michael. Um, thanks for having me. And if you're listening to this right now, it's your opportunity to take your headphones off, take your earbuds out and purposely have a conversation with your kids today, you know, become a money talker household and start to change their financial trajectory. And also in this part of it, you know, we talked a lot more about the mindset. If you are able to help shape them in a strong mindset, it's going to change what they do in their life. And so hopefully we can empower those things. And I, I love these seven pillars. I've been looking over them and, uh, and, and I can't wait to read the book. So thank you very much, Michael. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Cody, and uh, talk to you later. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening to another episode of Money Talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin. If you found this episode helpful in your pursuit of financial dominance, it really helps if you make sure to leave a five-star rating and share it with your friends or family members who could use good financial information and entrepreneurial success tips. I invite you to join the Money Talkers Community Facebook group. Open Facebook and search for Money Talkers to join today. Follow us on Instagram at The Money Talkers for inspirational mindset posts, encouragement, and investing tips. And remember, the one thing you can do to change your kids' financial future is to start talking about money with them because you are a money talker. <laughs>